good afternoon and good evening depending on the time you will be listening to this broadcast this is learning from her podcast with heaven and yabo here we learn from amazing and phenomenal women women who have blazed the trail and set the pace in diverse areas of life and on today's episode we shall be learning from a woman <laughs> yes we always learn from a woman we shall be learning from a woman by name opa she is by name opa and um just as a background of who this woman was yes who she was um her, her story is recorded in the book of ruth chapter one ruth chapter one and from the beginning we were told that um naomi and her husband elimelech um they left the land of judah because there was famine so famine broke and broke out in the land there was no food there was no water so they had to leave the land of judah to the land of moab um, in search of greener pastures now they left the land of judah um, with their two sons that's both husband and wife naomi and elimelech they left with their two sons by name malon and children to the land of moab so when they got to the land of moab the two sons took to themselves wives by name ruth and naomi okay so um ruth and naomi were both sorry ruth and opa they were both sister-in-laws and they were both wives to the two sons of naomi I hope you're getting me you're, you're you're following me so they both were wives to the sons of naomi now in the process of time naomi lost her husband who is elimelech and as time still went on she also lost two of her sons that's malon and chilon that's very tragic and quite painful we don't know the bible didn't have the recordings of what exactly happened to them did they die at the same time that's the two sons um, was it an accident? We don't know much about that, but we are told that they both died, leaving Naomi and the two daughter-in-laws. So the three of them were widows. Now, at a point in time, Naomi also got to hear that the Lord had visited Judah. You know, they had left Judah earlier for more because there was famine. So the Lord has visited um, Judah. Now there was rain and then the crops were growing and the land was doing fine. So I guess she must have reasoned, what am I doing here? Let me go back to my own hometown. I've lost, I've lost so much here. I've lost my husband. I've lost my two sons. There's no point in me staying back. Let me go back. And then she told her two daughter-in-laws. Her two daughter-in-laws obliged to go with her. So they left the house for the land of Judah. Now on the way, probably Naomi reasoned she she gave some thoughts to the whole thing and she turned to them she told them my daughters please go back this place we are going to now there is no hope for you you guys are still young you are still young i don't have a son that was okay let him marry you there is nothing i don't have anything you you should go back and at first, they lifted up their voice. Bible started lifted up their voice and they wept. They said, no, mother-in-law, we're not going anywhere. We're going with you. They moved, they moved, they moved again. After a while, Naomi still turned. She told them, my daughters, please go back. Go 
back. There is no hope in this place we are going to. Nobody is there to marry you. I cannot tell you I have a relative that will marry you. I don't even have any son. Even if I have a son, if I get married today and have a son, will you wait for him to grow up and then come up to a marriageable age? There is no hope. Go back. So on that ground, Papa might have thought, well, maybe what this woman is saying is true. Let me go come and go back. Or might find my way. Might just move. Hope no deal. Then the Bible said, she kissed her mother-in-law and then she went back. Meanwhile, Ruth determined and stood her ground and said, I am going with you. She said, your God will be my God, your people, my people, everything about you will be whatever will be about me. Anyhow, let us just be going. So when Naomi saw that this particular roots that she's adamant and her mind is already made up to go with her, so she stopped pestering her to go back and then they both proceeded to the land of Judah together. But now our focus today is not on Ruth, neither is it on Naomi, but on this woman called Opa. Now, we don't know what was it that um, the calculations in her head as to the reason why she went back. <laughs> but I'm going to call um, Opa uh, a smart woman today, you know. She's a calculative type. She's the analytical type. She has reason within herself, guy. This thing where they follow this old woman. Ha. Road no day this side. The woman, the woman, the woman they talk and like, say road no day. So, to what end? You know, I don't I don't do things that I will not I will not make gain. Probably she must have risen that way. And said she went back. Now, but look at it. You know, when I was studying this place, the Holy Spirit just made me um he said something, he said, now the single decision of Opa made her to disappear entirely from the scriptures no one heard anything about her again we didn't know if she later got married whether she died what became of her nobody knew anything about her again one decision and she went into obscurity her name was deleted from the eternal book of God nobody heard anything about her again one decision not to follow one decision no people will say like um in broken they'll be like follow person way no road follow who no road she saw someone that no road maybe she didn't recognize it and she felt like no there is nothing for me here and then she went back now what are the lessons that we're, that we're deriving from the life of this woman by name Oprah she got discouraged on the way they set out from their house, you know, packed their things that they were journeying to Judah. And then on the way, discouragement came, words came. And then because of that, she obliged, she gave up. She quit her journey. Discouragement. You know, in this walk of life, there will be the naysayers. There will be those who will never see the good in whatever venture we want to take, we want to go into. But one thing we must learn is 
we should always have our minds made up. The Bible says that a double-minded person is unstable in all his ways. A double-minded person. We can say, Opa, she's double-minded. At one point, she's here. The next time, she's here. You don't even know where she's standing. Unlike Ruth, her sister-in-law, who was in the morning, I am going. Meet her in the evening again, she said, I am going. Her confession have not changed. But this one, uh, I don't know. Uh, it is like, oh, this thing safe. So if you know what is God's will for your life, stick to it. Hold on to it. Hold on. Hold tightly to it. Don't allow anybody dissuade you, discourage you, or push you out of God's plan for your life. I don't know if you remember the story of the Rechabites. I'm not sure if I'm quoting right. I think it's Jeremiah 35. I'm not really sure. When Jeremiah came to tell them, the Lord had told Jeremiah, go to the house of the Rechabites. There is something I want you to learn from these people. Their father, their father, their forefathers has given them a law. And that law is that you must not drink any wine. Um, I think you must not also live in tents and all of that. There is a kind of building, house they are supposed to live in. And then God told Jeremiah, go and test these people. No, Jeremiah in, in his own time was like a national prophet, a national man of God, you know, the big international man of God of their time. That was how Jeremiah was. Now, Jeremiah came to the support of the Rechabites. That's Rechabites. He told them that. The Bible said he brought them to the temple, to the temple, and then he gave them wine to take. They said, no, we're not going to take it. Why? Because this is something that our four forefathers has, has handed over to us that we must not do this. It doesn't matter who say we should, we should, we will not. And guess what? They didn't. They didn't. Not minding that it was a man of God that came to tell them to go against what they knew was God sent out. They said they were not gonna do it. Remember also the story of um, Elijah and Elisha. Elijah was Elisha knew it is that I want to get there is something I want to get from this man. I want to get a double portion of his spirit. So Elijah was telling him, go back. Go back. He said, No, he will not go back. He, he tried and tried. Oh, go, go back. Now he said he's not going back. Before he told him, okay, if you see me when I'll be taking up, you receive a double portion of my spirits. So let us learn not to be discouraged out of God's will for your life. That thing you know you deserve. Baby girl, go for it. That thing you know that I am due for this. I should have this. Don't let anyone talk you out of it. Especially if it's in line. If it's in tandem with God's will. And in consonance with the scriptures. Don't let anyone talk you out of it. She have, she must have felt, oh, it's, it's, in, it is in my mother-in-law, person I'm trying to, she's, let me just go back. So she got discouraged and then she quit her journey. I pray that that will not be our portion in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, this single, just like I said earlier on, one single decision, you know, when I was, when I was, when I, when you was just, um, explaining this thing to me, I was heartbroken, I cried. I just started praying, God, please one decision it's not two it was just one oh it was just one the same one decision too that Ruth made 
and then root now you cannot talk about, you know, if you come into the genealogy of christ the root is there because she gave birth to obed obed gave birth to jesse who is the father of david and jesus is from is from the um is from the tribe of david so um jesus came from her there is a lineage from her one decision i'm going to follow this woman and then her name was written in the chronicles her name was there permanently it will be there till jesus come even when jesus come down it will still be there but then another woman one decision she was wiped out we didn't see her again Kai. we didn't see her again nothing was said about her again oh god may we not make that decision may we not take that step may we not take that choice that will that will lead to our end that will close the chapters of our lives of our ministries of our careers of our marriage of everything that pertains to us may we not take that choice may we not take that step in the name of jesus so i implore us let your decisions be spirit guarded let them be divinely ordered you can't afford to decisions that's of your life of your destiny just on your own my sister you are heading for the rocks you are not you are heading for the rocks a decision that is 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 destiny threatening and then you're not involving the person who we call the only science that means he knows everything he knows the end right from the beginning. You're not involving him in your decision. It's dangerous. It's very, very dangerous. As has to do with different areas of your life. A business you want to venture into. A, a, a career path. Um, a marriage choice. Any kind of thing that you know. It's not just, uh, I want to wear clothes. Should I wear blue or white today? Mm-mm, it's not that type of choice. We're talking about something that has to do with your destiny. Something that, in fact, that any if you just miss your step a little, something will go wrong. In those kind of decisions, don't take them on your own. Don't rely on your own understanding. The Bible says that in all our ways, we should acknowledge him. Acknowledge him. Father, guide me. Father, help me. We don't know about truth. Maybe... Um, during the time of she being a daughter-in-law to Naomi, she might, she might have learned some things about her. Because I believe if Naomi was not a good mother-in-law to them, they wouldn't want to follow her. You know, they wouldn't want to follow her back to her hometown. They would say, I please me stay in my own place. They, they wouldn't want to follow her. But she must have been a mother-in-law and she must have portrayed some examples of, 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 of a woman of God, of a mother of a mother in Israel. And they said, no, there's nothing about this one that we should follow. But then Ruth, I don't know what she saw. But whatever she saw, I pray that God will always open our eyes. That we'll see beyond the interim. We'll see, we'll see God's plan for our lives. So that we'll not miss out on our opportunities. So, upper one decision. Like one, that thing. Like, it sent fear to my body. One, it is not two. It was just a single decision. Just one decision. I pray that the Lord will help us. We will not, we will not, we will not, we will not make 
make some choices that we exclude God out of the equation. Because when Opa, when Opa rejected or refused or turned back from following Naomi, she didn't know that she has turned back from the Lord. Kai, she didn't know. She didn't know that. At this point, as I rejected this, I have rejected God, the internal God. She didn't know that. That this decision I am making, I am simply walking away from God. I am simply saying, no God, I don't need you in my life. Let me do my thing my way. That will not be our portion in the name of Jesus. That will not be our portion in the name of Jesus. Now, um, finally, finally, um, there's something that Naomi said. After Opa had left, Naomi turned to Ruth. She told her, she said, look at your sister-in-law. She has gone back to her people and to her gods. <laughs> she has gone back to what? Her people and to her gods. So, this way, Opa's, um, it, it, they were her drive. Her people, her gods. Comfort. She wanted to remain in a familiar terrain. Ah, this place I'm going to that even mother is not giving us hope. There is no hope at all. Let me go back to where I am familiar with. Let me go back to 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 to, the, to, to my comfort zone. Let me go back to at least where life is okay. At least where there is a level of assurance and certainty. Ah, and that was just it for her. So she rejected an eternal glory and bliss which wasn't so clear to her at that point for something that was temporal, something that was ephemeral that we don't even, we didn't even know when the whole thing just wiped out. We didn't know when all of that wiped out. I pray that God will help us. I pray that God will help us. Really, I don't even know. Um, I don't really... I don't really say I, I really came to I just came to my heart is burning I just came to just pour that burden I just came to pour that burden you see this upper one decision it was just one decision if you've not heard anything everything that I've said please hear and understand that you must factor in as a matter of must and mandatory you must factor in God in your decisions you must factor in God in your decisions I have seen play out some things in my own life i know it's it, it, it just my little journey with god i have seen him play out some things that i've i've prayed to god please guide me i will not tell you i heard an audible voice but the way some things just fizzled out maybe i had options i had like four or five options and i'm praying i'm praying i'm praying maybe for anything anything at all i was praying and all of a sudden it will, on my own, it will be so clear why one, one, one will just go, go, like, on their own, they were just removing all of those options, and I'm left with one, then I was like, okay, this is the one, and it happens in different ways for me, but the point is, learn to factor in God, don't make a decision on your own, don't try it, it's very dangerous, don't make a decision on your own, in anything, acknowledge God, in everything, acknowledge God, and God is a God of second chance. For any of us who might have taken a wrong turn 
or taking the wrong step in life and it's affecting us it is telling on our decisions it's telling on our destinies i pray that the mercy of god will prevail the mercy of god will prevail and a new slate will be given unto us in the name of jesus we will not miss it in destiny we will not miss it in life we will not miss it in the name of jesus we will not enter into obscurity by the virtue of our of, of a single decision or choice that we have made no that will not be our portion we will not miss it we will not miss it in the name of jesus <sighs> thank you so much for i didn't plan this to be this long oh my god we're already in 20 minutes i didn't plan this to be so long just wanted to just drop the word as it was in my heart i don't know what you have heard but i pray that the Holy is going to expand this i know i did not really there are points i did not really touch but it's okay just understand that it's one decision it's not two it is one it is just one and we'll not make that mistake no we won't we won't and as much as god helps you can just make it a prayer a prayer point on your own you'll not take the wrong turn in life you'll not take the wrong step you'll not enter into the wrong career you will not be in the wrong organization you will not work for the wrong person you will not enter into the wrong marriage as a lady if you're yet to be married you will not you will not take that advice that will destroy your home you will not take it any decision at all that is going to it will not be you it will not be you you jump and pass in the name of jesus and the spirit is going to help us in the name of jesus thank you so much for listening thank you for tuning in today again <laughs> i am grateful thank you so much god bless you bye